Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of the Destroy the Stumps podcast. So, a bit late on this one, but going to review the second uh, semi-final. It's a day-night semi-final at the Eden Gardens in Kolkata, the lovely cricket, lovely Eden Gardens in Kolkata. Last game that's going to be played there in the tournament as well. It's a semi-final, a knockout game between South Africa and Australia. Good rivalry there between those two. Um, could we see a repeat of the 1990, uh, see a tight match kind of similar to the 99 World Cup semi-final? Or would it be kind of one-sided with like the 2007 World Cup semi-final between these two teams? We'll have to find out. This is for the 2023 ODI World Cup. Uh, it's the second semi-final between Australia and South Africa. Australia, five-time champions, looking to reach their eighth World Cup semi-final. Uh, they've only been knocked out once in the World Cup semi-final stages, and that was in 2019, the last World Cup where they lost to England in the semi-finals. Guy Hammond there. So I don't want to go one step further this time around. This time they play South Africa, who have never gone past the semi-final stage, so they'll be looking to create some history, South Africa. Uh, always have a good team, South Africa, for some reason, it's just the semi-finals, it just doesn't work out for them, unfortunately. Uh, they are called chokers at times, but I just, yeah, it's just, um, it is a bit mean at times to call them chokers, but maybe there's a bit of a reality, something just goes on with South Africa, um, either luck or just something happens to them on the day. Things just don't quite go well for them, unfortunately. Um, so just with regards to that, so South Africa batted first in this game. They've done well batting first. Haven't lost a game in this tournament batting first. Uh, but it's, yeah, they won the toss, elected a bat first. However, there were concerns about rain affecting the game. There was a forecast for a cyclone in uh, Kolkata. And also uh, the reserve day would have been the extra day. Uh, would have been another day. Uh, the following day, this match happened on a Thursday. On Thursday, and then the Friday, if the match didn't wasn't completed by Thursday, and the allotted time, allotted time, then uh, they could have changed the day. Uh, they could have changed the game. So then they could have the they could act the reserve day would be activated, and then that was Friday, which was the reserve day, and then they could play game uh, the cricket complete the game there. If that wasn't completed, and if I was washed out. Due to the cyclone threat, if the cyclone actually happened, if there was wet weather, um, then, yeah, that's it, really. Um, Australia would be knocked out. South Africa would have gone through because South Africa finished higher on the points table. They finished in second place. Australia finished in third place. However, thankfully, there was a rain delay, but it wasn't a major one. Thankfully, uh, the game completed on the day of the... Sem- um, on the actual day and uh, within a lot of time periods so match um, South Africa batted first winning the toss elected to bat first got off to a really bad start Tembo Bavuma's had a horrible tournament and it just continued with the bat four ball duck for the captain um, Quinton de Kock unfortunately um, which might have been his last game for South Africa only making three no ODIs last game in ODIs for Quinton de Kock three of 14 no full no sixes, strike out of 21.42. He really struggled. Von Dusen departed. He really struggled as well. Six off 31 balls. No fours, no sixes, struck out of 19.35. Markram got off to a start, didn't carry on. 
Handy runs down the order from uh, from uh, Joe Kutsia and Kogi Sarabata. Joe Kutsia, I don't know why he didn't review. Um, he didn't review the court behind the uh, because he was caught uh, off a short ball from Pat Cummins. The ball was well directed. It was a good bouncer, but it didn't hit his um, it didn't hit his glove. Hit his arm. He was talking to David Miller. David Miller, I don't know if David. Not too sure if David Miller told him not to review or not, but uh, Joe Kotsia didn't review, and it turned out he wasn't out. It didn't even hit his glove or any part of the bat or anything. If he didn't get, it wasn't given out, then maybe he could have scored a few more handy runs for South Africa. So, yeah, who knows what would have happened. Fortunately, he didn't review, and South Africa lost the wicket there. And, uh, yeah, David Miller batted superbly. Speaking of David Miller, he was absolutely brilliant. Really got into Adam Zampa. Uh, some really good stri- uh, striking for him, a smart innings. Not not the usual David Miller where he just goes after and bludgeons the attack. This time it was a well-calculated, measured innings um, and and played the aggressive shot at the right time. 101 off 116 balls, 8 fours, 5 sixes, struck over 87.06. Second highest score was 100 class, and he was looking good before he got out to Travis Head. 47 off 48 balls, 4 fours, 2 sixes, struck over 97.91. Those two were looking really good. That partnership uh, really saved South Africa from a bit of a rough situation. They were 4 for 24 after 11.5 overs. Australia's fielding was on point. They were really good in the field. Pat Cummins took a really good catch um, running backwards. So Josh Hazelwood took a really good catch uh, running backwards to dismiss Quentin de Kock. I oh, know it was Pat Cummins who took the catch, the Australian captain. Really good catch running backwards to dismiss Quentin de Kock. Quentin de Kock, unfortunately, uh, was bogged down um, by the brilliance of Josh Hazelwood and Mitchell Stark. Tried to smack him over the infield and unfortunately didn't even connect it. Just got a, I think it was a low. Lower part of the bat went high in the air. Excellent um, catch running backwards from Pat Cummins. Brilliant catch. Brilliant fielding in the ring by the likes of Minus Lovashane and David Warner was really proactive in the field. Put pressure on South Africa and made it really hard for them early on. And that little period there, the 11.5 overs, where they were uh, 24 for 4 after 11.5 overs, I think that really put South Africa on the back foot. Yes, there was a good partnership between Rusty Wonder, uh, by, between Henrik Klassen and... and David Miller. Worth 100 and, um, so worth 95 for the fifth wicket. And, um, yeah, after that, um, David Miller, Gerald Kutsia put on a little partnership with Sia 53. They were looking good at that stage. Then Gerald Kutsia unfortunately didn't review. He should have reviewed. I'm surprised he didn't, but, uh, he was given out anyway. It was a good ball from Pat Cummins, but he wasn't out. Um, those are just little things that, you know, with South Africa, I just don't know what goes on when the pressure situation where a knockout game happens where they, or a game that they have to win to stay alive, they just seem to buckle. I don't know what it is in them. Very strange. Um, yeah, speaking of another duck, Marco Yance was just missed for a golden duck. That stage, Travis Head was on a hat-trick. Um, he did start his spell off badly, too fours, he got hit for two fours off his first two balls, then he bowled a dot ball the delivery team back and following um, Heinrich Klassen then he bowled Heinrich Klassen just defended and went 
past the outside edge and clean bowled him. Really good bowling there. And then he just had Marco Janssen trapped first ball. Janssen reviewed, but he wasn't. He was out. All three reds, he was gone. And uh, here South Africa on the back foot again, just after something promising developed there. Promising partnership was really building there. Reckon if Klassen didn't get out, maybe South Africa could have got a really good score of 272-80, but who knows? It's all easier to say than being done. 11 extras considered by Australia, just 4 wides and 7... Sorry. 4 leg buys, sorry. I'll say that again. 11 extras considered by Australia. No, 4 leg buys and 7 wides. Uh, South Africa bowled up for 212 in 49.4 overs. Going at a run rate of 4.26 runs and over. David Miller, that was his fifth ODI. I think that was his sixth ODI, fifth hundred. So superb innings from him. Really, really special from David Miller. Let's see. Yeah, sixth ODI, hundred. Twenty-four fifty. Uh, he's got twenty-four fifties to his name. Really good play. He's been for South Africa down the order at number six. A bit underappreciated, I'd say. He's actually very good down the order at number six. And um. Yeah, for Australia, pick of the bowlers was Mitchell Stark, and Josh Hazelwood was really outstanding. And Pat Cummins picked up three wickets, was a little bit expensive. Two wickets for Travis Head, he was good. Two for 21 or five overs for Travis Head, no, made nervous. Uh, economy rate of 4.20, runs and over. Bowled one wide, didn't bowl a no ball. Pat Cummins, three for 51 off 9.4 overs, was a little bit expensive. No, made nervous, economy rate of 5.27, runs and over. Bowled two wides, didn't bowl a no ball. Uh, the Australian captain, Josh Hazelwood, outstanding. Two for 12 off eight overs. Three maiden overs, economy rate of 1.50 runs and over. Then bowl a wide on a no ball. Uh, Mitchell Stark, back to his best. Dropped for the game against back, um, Bangladesh, the last group game. And then he's just been rested and he comes back and bowls beautifully. Pick of the bowls for Australia. Three for 34 of 10 overs. One maiden over, economy rate of... 3.40 runs and over. Bob four wides, didn't bowl no ball. Outstanding spell from um, Mitchell Stark. In reply, Australia, good off to a good start. The openers really did well. 80, uh, 60 run partnership of 6.1 overs. Uh, Travis Head was outstanding. 62 of 48 balls. 9 fours, 2 sixes. Uh, strike out of 129.16. Superb half century from him. A man of the match performance from Travis. Travis Head. Just looking at Travis Head's record. There he is. Now that's his uh, 16 30 He's got 400s to his name. Outstanding performance from Travis Head. Really good stuff. And he's just 244 runs away from a milestone of 2,500. ODI runs should be really good. And 700 and 700 odd runs. How many 744 runs away from 3,000 ODI runs? So, yeah, that's another stat that he might achieve. Um, but, yeah, really good stuff from Travis Head. The others did their bit, contributed to the total. Mitchell Marshall dismissed for a six ball duck. South Africa didn't help themselves, uh, really, dropping drop a couple of catches, a couple of misfields. And just didn't really help, unfortunately. 17 extras considered by, um, by South Africa with the ball. Three leg buys, two no balls, 12 wide. So, yeah, 17 extras, 
three leg buys, two no balls and 12 wides. Australia finished on 215 for seven off 47.2 over, so they got there in the end. Uh, going at a run rate of uh, 4.54 runs and over. Yep, so pick of the bowlers for the South Africans was, uh, well, Keshav Maraj was outstanding. One for 24 off 10 overs, no maiden overs, a quantum rate of 2.40 runs and over. Didn't bowl a wide or no ball, he was outstanding. Uh, Tavare Shamsi was good, 2 for 42 off 10 overs. No maiden overs, a quantum rate of 4.20 runs and over. Bowled five wise, didn't bowl a no ball. Joel Katsia has been impressive, just good quick burst from him. A little bit pricey at times, but picks up wickets. 2 for 47 off 9 overs. No maiden overs, a quantum rate of 5.22 runs and over. Bowled one wide, didn't bowl a no ball. And uh, who else was there? Aidan Markham was really good. Surprised he didn't bowl more overs. 1 for 23 off 8 overs. 1 maiden over, a quantum rate of... Um, 2.87 runs and over. Bowled three wide. A bowled a wide, then bowled no ball. But really good stuff from Adam Markram. Fortunately for Australia, uh, for South Africa, um, another semi-final knockout for them. They had knocked out in the Cricket World Cup and another ICC tournament um, choke. Unfortunately, I mean not a choke, but another ICC knockout game or game that they had to win in order to stay alive in the tournament. Uh, another one where they've lost, unfortunately. Australia winning by three wickets with 16 balls remaining. Travis had mounted the match for his half century and two wickets. Australia go through to their eighth World Cup final. They'll be playing India on Sunday, which is basically tomorrow now. And um, they'll be playing them at the Narendra Modi Stadium in Ahmedabad in Gujarat, which will be an absolute cracker. Should be a very good game. Just going to do a preview of that very soon, so do stay tuned for that. Anyways, guys, that's a wrap. Thank you very much for your time. Until next time, it's bye for now. We are out of here. Let's go.